0: Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Grown Up Girls Report Beauty Chat. It is so lovely to be back in your ears talking about all things beauty. But today I'm going to take a bit of a bit of a bit of a left turn and do something a little bit different and talk about quite an interesting concept. What is it that actually makes someone beautiful? Is it their their skin? Is it their eyelashes? Is it their fake tan? I actually don't think so. It is actually a little bit deeper. And I'm going to be talking about that with a lovely friend of mine. Actually, probably my oldest friend in the whole world. My lovely friend Beck. Hi, Beck. Hi, Alex. Now, the gorgeous Beck and I met each other in kindergarten, which was 45. 44 years ago. Yeah. I don't want to I don't want to add another year unless we have to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cuz we're sort of <laughs> heading in that, you know, that around that 50 mark, so we want to just keep it under control. So Beck is a gorgeous mom to three kids and she is a teacher and she's an incredibly kind human who who meets my criteria of someone who is truly beautiful? So she is the perfect person to be having this conversation with. So, Beck, when you think about what makes someone beautiful, like what you know captures your eye, how do you answer that?
1: Ah, uh, well, that's a very big question. It Alex. is my friend. Well, I think beauty uh, has a lot more to do with what's coming out through the face than what's. On the face. Mm. Yeah. That's so well said. So succinct. I
0: love that. Absolutely. So, yeah, so it's not just about, you know, that the makeup and the eyelashes. I mean, that's that's important because, I mean, I know you and I both, both like, you know, we've, we've been out and we get the little eyelashes on. And actually, I'm not very good at putting them on. you ever had any good experience <laughs> with eyelashes? No, no, I don't put
1: fakes on because I've no. got dark eyelashes. Yeah, so. you don't need them, my yeah, friend.
0: But, like, we like putting the lipstick on and brushing the hair and going out. That's all good. That's yeah. fun. But, but that's just one aspect, I think, to what it is to mm. be beautiful. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What to me is so important about beauty is that, that inner beauty or that glow that someone has or that, that inner warmth or that, even when like they might even pat you on the arm when they're chatting to you, not that that's about their face, but it creates this aura of beauty, which it's
1: what you remember when you walk away. It's what you remember when you walk away.
0: Mm, Yeah. I think that's what it's all about.
1: I think when, uh, some you leave someone's presence who's been like that towards you Mm. you feel a little bit better about yourself and so you're actually quite attracted to that you want that feeling again so yeah
0: i totally agree Mm. i totally agree i totally agree and i reckon that if there is well there are silver linings to 2020 Mm -hmm. and i think one of them is actually probably the fact that i feel like we've stripped layers off this year Mm -hmm. and being authentic and being real is has never been more relevant and i think when it comes to that discussion about what what makes one beautiful or, mm. or what is beauty? I think an authenticity and a realness is so much a part of that. Mm. I think people are sick of perhaps the filters and the, the lighting that social media mm. has, has encouraged yep. that whole, you know, artificial and, you know, your best foot forward, I suppose, a persona. People don't want mm. that anymore. People. Likes only last so long. Oh my God, they do. Mm. And it's just for that small yep. moment of dopamine that's surging through your body and then it's all over. So, Beck, there's this great quote I found online by a woman called Vanessa Quinn. Tarot. Now, mm-hmm. I actually can't find out who she is, but I love a quote, so we're gonna go with it. <laughs> and her quote is that exterior beauty without depth of a kind soul is merely decoration. Mm. I love that. Yeah. Whoever you are, Vanessa, you've chosen your words so well. So if you think about like beauty, how how we define beauty, how would you answer that?
1: Oh, that's a big one. It's a big one. Most of what I know about true beauty I've learned from my daughter. Oh. my elder daughter. She's beautiful, but she's also very brave and bold as well. And I was, I was thinking about your question and thinking, uh, I've just been reading Julia Baird's book, Phosphorescence. Oh. Have you read it?
0: It was on our book club. Oh, it right. was, oh my oh, God. It was a sticky it? book in our book club. Yeah, it right. stunning.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So she tells this story about her daughter and I so related to this because this is my daughter to a T um, about when she was little, she would just wear whatever she wanted whenever she wanted. So we'd be walking down, and I thought, you know what, I'm going to be one of those mums that just goes with it and mm. see, see where it takes me, uh, see where it takes her. And so she would walk into the shopping centre with me in gumboots, um, a poncho that I used to wear in the 70s, a knitted poncho with a matching bonnet hat, Stan. and a tutu and lots of beads and some random St Vinny's um, handbag right. to make her feel more grown up. Yeah. And then she would proceed to have a cupcake with me when I had a coffee and she would never eat the icing. She didn't like the icing. She just wanted the cake. That's easy to way around. I know. She is not a conventional girl. She's not what you expect. And she's been like that ever since. And fast forward to when she was 12 leaving year six and they did a little talent show for the whole school Um last words of goodbye was her singing a song by herself with a some bouncing bows on her head I can't even remember what was on her head something that was bouncing and dressed very similarly to when she was four and the essence of the song I don't I can't remember what the name of the song was so forgive me for not quoting it properly but the lyrics of the song went something like um, I don't care what the whisperers say because they whisper too loud for me. I'm not listening to what anyone else thinks of me. I only care about what I think of me. That was the the, the essence of the song and I thought I was sitting there as a teacher at her school going, right, I think my job's done. Yeah, She's good. <laughs> she already knew me. She, was, she was sorted. She was sorted. So I think that. true beauty is about knowing who you are and I think it's got a lot more to do with identity mm. and where you think, where you know you belong, mm, mm. than it does with anything exterior. I know it's a cliche. We all know that beauty's fading. Yeah, hundred percent. It's fleeting, but um, particularly
0: at our age, it's all downhill. Let's be honest. Yeah, let's be honest. That's fine. But
1: yeah, you know, it took me a long time to learn that lesson. Whereas I think I think Laura had it pretty down pat from when she was yeah, four. Isn't that and I've watched her over the years and gone, wow, you've taught me a lot about how to be myself and how to know who I am and not care what other people think. And just so being comfortable in your own comfortable skin. Comfortable in your own skin. Yeah. How good is that? And it's such an attractive quality, isn't it? In somebody. It is. It is. And, and it attracts other people it to does. her. Because um, one thing we used to do at night with our kids when we say our nighttime prayers and things like that, we'd always we'd always say, we just really hope that you get um, a core group of friends who are. Authentic and true to you—that that's what you'll attract in your life because that's what's actually going to um, invigorate you, make you feel beautiful, and that in doing that, um, you'll be indiscriminate towards other people as well, and that your compassion, your your tank will be full, and your, so your compassion will extend further. Totally. And I have this little um, this little metaphor image that I wanted to share with you, and it's something I've shared with my girls over the years. It's just don't be a bougainvillea because bougainvilleas, yeah, they're beautiful, mm. but they're unapproachable. Mm. They're thorny, and you don't want to be that girl. No,
0: and they've got toxic roots as they've well. Got, they're toxic. My mother used to always yeah, tell me so that. Don't be a yeah, they're a pest.
1: Be, um, be something else. Like, I was thinking, what else could, could they be like? And um, one of the flowers, because I love flowers, mm. I'm really into my garden. Another story for another day. Um, is uh, being Agapanthus. Agapanthus, yes. they come around once a year, they remind you of a special season and um, their their flowers face every direction. So they're always turned outwards to face everyone else. And so it's not just a, a beautiful moment for them. It's, it's for everyone on every angle to enjoy. Mm-hmm. So it's not just about you and your core group. Mm-hmm. It's about you being so strong and sure of who you are that you're indiscriminate towards other people. So kindness oh, and compassion that. is like a massive thing that we've, Tried to really invest in our kids, and um, yeah, they seem to. They seem to have flourished because of that. Yeah, yeah. That's... Not that my daughter's not into makeup; she's so into it because she's oh, an artist. It's all about art to absolutely. her. Um, absolutely, and, really and that's the message. And that's the
0: message. But by by all means, it's a tool. And you yeah. know those days where you're feeling a bit crap and you've got yeah. a meeting. Put your lipstick on. Put your yeah. put your eyelashes on and go for it. Yep. But that's only one aspect, isn't it? That's one aspect of the total story. Because yep. you know the good old Confucius, he said of beauty that everything has beauty, mm. but not everyone sees it. Mm. You know, there's that expression, beauty is in the higher in the eye of the beholder and if you even look back at the oxford dictionary it defines beauty as a combination of qualities such as shape color or form that pleases the aesthetic senses especially the sight so there are so many mm. narrow definitions of beauty but i think you know 2020 things are changing and we need to embrace and we need we need to broaden that term because we know we are we are not a one size fits all yep. yep. it's all yep. about being comfortable in our skin and and what's on the inside so I was thinking back when I was preparing for this, do you remember in 2004, Dove had that amazing Real Beauty campaign? Yep, yep. That's, I mean, to me, it feels like three years ago. It's 16 years ago now. So, so long ago. You know, I was. we were all so young then. But anyway, so that campaign was all about what it is to be beautiful and it actually stemmed from some research that Dove did called The Real Truth About Beauty, which revealed that only 2% of women around the world would actually describe themselves as beautiful, which mm. I think is, is very sad. It is very and again, sad. again, a very, very narrow definition.
1: Yeah. But
0: I was digging... So I did a bit of a deep dive on this because I thought that's, that's just tragic. You know, why is it that only, you know, such a small percentage of women back in 2004 um, define themselves as being beautiful? And what's really apparent is that... You know, beautiful had such a narrow definition. And women, mm. in this survey, one of the biggest things that came out of it is that women actually wanted the definition of beauty to broaden, for it to include emotional qualities and, and, and character and individuality as being a key part of beauty, not just purely the aesthetics. Mm. And if you think about 16 years on, I think we are we are heading in that direction. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Um, but the other thing that was interesting is that um, when women were asked about what makes them feel beautiful, the majority of women said that it is being loved and being engaged in activities that they want to do, having close relationships, being happy, being kind, being confident. I thought that doesn't, isn't that, isn't that everything?
1: I think 2020 has shown people that, you know, what you, if that's true, that kindness and compassion are the true things that make us feel beautiful and attract other people to us. I think people have really started to believe that because we haven't, we've had more time to go exploring to, to find what makes us tick and what makes us feel beautiful and what makes us feel happy. So for example, I know a lot of friends of mine have discovered new um, uh, hobbies, activities, um, creativities, uh, creative creative activities, um, maybe a new sport like kayaking or uh, bushwalking or they've mm. reconnected with nature and there's been a lot of that going on and that's invigorating. Mm. So I think if you feed your soul and you will find that contentment pours out of you a lot more naturally than it would when you're trying to harness it through kind of more superficial artificial means and because of that it's quite freeing and it'd be interesting to see what kinds of studies come out of this year based on things like mental health and Mm -hmm. um you know, because there are, there are a lot of negative reports coming out. But the, I, I think there might be a lot of positive things coming out as well with people reconnecting with who they are and what makes them feel um, invigorated and, and feel resourced enough yeah. to be able to share that beauty, let's say, and go to commas with other people. I agree. And redefine it.
0: I agree. Because I think... For me and and my tribe, I know my boys, that it's all about, you know, how can you fill your tank positively this year? And I think we've had to look God, We've all had to pivot and look outside the square and find different ways. Like you were saying, a lot of your friends mm. have as well. And these new hobbies have been have been picked up. And I know at home we've, we've, there's been random things that I never thought would ever happen. Jigsaw puzzles and bushwalking and stuff that, you know, my boys would have rolled their eyes out a couple of years ago. But we've had to work out how to fill our tank. Because mm. if your tank's not full, I don't think you can be content. Mm. And contentment is such, to me, an important part of, of, of having that, I suppose, that enough energy then to be able to give to others, yeah, yeah, do you mean? And yeah. then, then you can be kind and then you can be compassionate. But if yeah. you're not looking after yourself, I don't yeah. think you can do that. And that's been another big lesson, I think, for me, that you probably mm. need to take
1: time to... Absolutely. Hate the, self-care
0: is a tricky word and I struggle with the word self-care yeah. a bit, but to fill your tank.
1: Yeah, it is. Whatever that is. If you. you are looking in the mirror a lot mm-hmm. and looking inwardly a lot, mm-hmm. it, will, it won't it will energise you. No. It will deflate you. It will eventually... Uh, exhaust you Mm. and you know I think people have been getting out there and sort of looking at things that are beautiful instead of trying to make their own face beautiful um, and really engaging with what is beautiful in our world whether it's someone's incredible artistic ability or um, the beauty of a tree or um, uh, you know just connecting with others one-on-one because we've had to. Absolutely. um, You actually start to look outward for beauty rather than inward and that then reflects bounces off you. It does. In a in a more wholesome kind of way. It
0: feeds your soul. It feeds your soul. Yeah. No, one of the things that Pete and I we did during did COVID was we'd get up really early and look, watch the sunrise because no one was going mm. out on a Saturday yeah, right. night. So we could get up early on a Sunday morning. Yeah, exactly. And that became a big, big buzz for us. and so we'd rush down to Narrabeen or we'd rush to Palm Beach or we'd rush to Circular Quay. And it was so fabulous. And Mm. I I don't think I've seen sunrises before because I'm I'm not very, not not naturally a morning person. But, God, we were on a high after that. It was was so good. It was so good. So I just want to really quickly just tell you a little bit about Dove. So, Dove, that was 2004. But in 2019, just to sort of, you know, continue this movement, they launched this campaign with hashtag, of course, in front of it called hashtag show us. And it was in collaboration with Getty Images. And what they did is they encouraged women to send in well, photographers, women who are photographers to send in photos and they gathered together this collection of 5,000 stock images that was that were shot by female and non-binary photographers in, in 39 countries and it was all about capturing shots of real women, what what true representation and inclusivity looks like. So, and I went through the photos this morning and there are women from all walks of life and all nationalities, all shapes and sizes with disabilities mm-hmm. and not mm-hmm. and, you know, I'm, I'm on no commission from dove, from dove but I, I do love that i think that yeah. just just trying to shake yeah. it up again and, and help us redefine and broaden that that, mm. that definition of what
1: it is to be beautiful we need a bit of flooding with that though don't we because it, it there's a lot of uh wash that's come over many many years of flooding with other stuff yes. and other definitions of beauty yes. that is we've drowned in to some extent totally. so we need sort of a little bit of uh pushback and flooding mm. with the it's it's happening, but it's it's, it's a slow burn. But, it's a slow burn, but it it will happen. Yeah. But if we flood um, ideology, uh, the ideal of uh, what beauty is, with other things um, like what you're talking about, I think that no, I agree. things will start to move.
0: I totally agree. And that was because that seventy percent of women still don't feel represented by mm. everyday images mm. yep. and 90% of stock photography is shot by male photographers. So, mm. like you say, there is a lot of work still to be done.
1: Yes. Um, I was just going to say, like, isn't it funny how uh, I was reading a book by a lady called Stacy Eldridge and it's the book about inner beauty. It's called Captivating. It was, I read it many years ago so I can't remember the exact quote but she was saying that the one of the questions women have uh, that's the perpetual question is, am I enough? or am I too much? And we we get um, brainwashed into thinking that that's a question that we should ask ourselves, but maybe we shouldn't be asking ourselves that question. Because um, the commercial world, it, it will answer it for you in a, of course. In a heartbeat or say, no, 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 you're not, no, you're, you're, not. not you're never going to be enough. And I think, um, I was just thinking about how we kid ourselves as women that Doing a sexy Instagram is is empowering, and it's somehow harnessing our sexuality. When I was reading Julia's book, I thought it was really, really fascinating that she drew attention to the fact that as women, we've been trained to to um, assess each other this way as well. Like we're, we're, we we poo poo it in a heartbeat, but uh, if she said something like, "If as women in your friendship groups, if you feel like you're," you're kind of what did you say um if you're mentally weighing up your friends and the zone that they're in or how they look or how they're going to treat you or you know what's mm. what's what are the, the dynamic is in your friendship mm. as they walk in the room then you really have to ask yourself am I a true feminist or am I a dickhead yeah <laughs> Yeah, I remember that actually, yeah. yes. So we have to be careful that our culture is not shaping us into being dickheads. Mm. Like if we're going to be for women and mm. we're going to build our army of, of redefining what this thing is that we call beauty, mm. then we need to support each other and not. Truly and, have each and, other's back. And truly have each other's yeah. back and really reinforce that with our daughters and our son's girlfriends and our friends, just that, that that message is really clear mm. about what true beauty is. Mm. <clears throat> um, yeah.
0: No, I totally agree. I totally agree. And just as a side note, I went out last night for dinner with some friends, which is why I'm probably a little bit low energy today because I, I had too many wines. But um, And this gorgeous friend who offered to pick me up um, sent me a message saying, I'm looking very rough. I look very average. And I went, she's the most yep. divine, divine yep. girl, gorgeous, yep. so smart, like yeah, so hilarious, entertaining, fabulous. I love her company. And I wrote back to her I said, that would be impossible. You could never look average. And but what is it? And I know over the years I've sent texts like that, yeah, yeah. Because I maybe I
1: hadn't washed my
0: hair, or I couldn't find yeah. my makeup bag, yeah. or I felt less than, yeah. and I felt like I needed to apologise and yeah. explain. And what is that For about? For some us? reason,
1: women like to draw attention to things that they want other people to not notice. Totally. So they We're really good they at that, aren't we? They mention it first. It's yeah. like. I'll self-deprecate myself, thank yeah. you very much. I'll get me before you get me. Showtime, sure, totally. <laughs> I know what my faults are. Let's workshop them. I know. Yeah. I do that all the time. Yeah. I know. So why do we draw attention to the things that we're actually wanting people not to notice? That's interesting, isn't it? So, it's, 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 oh, my God. It's, it's, that's a very complicated question. It's like the cake face thing, isn't it? It's, it's like I've got freckles, so I've always said to my girls, you know, I'm not going to cover my freckles up completely. I'll put a bit of makeup on just to make myself feel fresh and yeah. look like I haven't just woken up. But I'm not out to hide my freckles because if I put my cake face on People are going to know I don't like my freckles. Mm. I don't want people to think that I don't like my freckles. Exactly. So, yeah, exactly. you know, stop drawing attention to things that we have taught ourselves to hate. Um, about ourselves. <laughs> yeah, totally, totally, totally. Pay attention to something else.
0: We get positive Your strengths and we have so many of those. We have yeah. so many of those, yeah. absolutely. So there's another really interesting piece of research I just want to talk about done by a company called Ipsos. They do a lot of sort of global, global uh, research. So last year they surveyed more than 20,000 men and women around the world from 27 countries and what they did is they asked participants to rate the importance of 19 different characteristics of beauty. So on this list were things like um, hairstyling, youthfulness, sense of style, makeup, cosmetics, wisdom, happiness, kindness. So there was about 20 or 20 different things on the list. And interestingly, physical attributes like facial appearance, body weight and shape came really low on the list. And this was worldwide. This was, this was a worldwide phenomena. Mm. And for, for, for both men and women, the most attractive qualities were happiness, Kindness, dignity, confidence, intelligence, wisdom, and humour. I found that just that 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 really fed my soul back. I
1: thought that was so
0: beautiful. I think that's
1: the things I'd find attractive about men as well. Yeah.
0: See, I to be honest, I, lo- I love all of those things. I think I probably would have had a humour a little bit slightly higher
1: on
0: <laughs> the list. That to me I is, is you know I, you know I you've know. got to be a good person. You've got to have a good sense, sense of humour
1: and be able to laugh at yourself. Oh my god, yeah. that is so important. That is so attractive. <laughs> nothing, you think? nothing more unattractive than somebody who can't. Love it themselves. People no, no, no. take themselves too seriously. Yeah, yeah. can
0: But um, I thought that was really, really good. And then I was um doing a little bit more of a deep dive, and you know, the gorgeous Karen Diaz. Uh, she has she she has this wonderful quote. And look, I do like an inspirational quote, so I'm going to share this one with you. <laughs> <I can> tell. <laughs> she says that uh, beauty is a kind of radiance. People who possess a true inner beauty, their eyes are a little brighter, their skin a little more dewy. And they vibrated a different frequency. Mm.
1: That's so true, isn't Mm-mm. it? That's you, Alex.
0: Well, that's you too, my friend. <laughs> that's so you. That is so you. But, but you know what it's like when you when you have a conversation with someone and 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 they may not have brushed their hair. Who cares? Yeah, yeah. Got, who cares about the lipstick? But yeah. They're just.
1: They're drawing attention to the thing that is attractive yeah. rather than the thing they don't like yeah. about themselves. Yeah. yeah, which is themselves. Yeah. And, and they- you walk away from them feeling a little bit better about yourself than you so did five minutes ago. That's you, Alex. No, that's you, my <laughs> friend.
0: No, that's you.
1: And that's why you're doing this
0: with me, because you've always been like that. You've been like that. So um and then there's this other gorgeous quote, and it is a quote from the Bible, but I just wanted to mention it. It's not fancy hair, gold jewellery, or fine clothes that should make you beautiful. No, your beauty should come from within you. The beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit. This beauty will never disappear and it is worth very much to God.
1: Yeah, cool. I love that. I love that. That was so good, my friend. Yeah, because that's the stuff that lasts. It's the stuff that lasts. Mm.
0: Totally right, totally right. Now... we can't really
1: solve this today. No, we just, can't. just really. I wish we, <laughs> we could. Just do, we just sow the seeds, don't we, we into the, the lives seeds. around us totally. and our own. I just wanted to workshop <laughs> it because I just think it's really important. It is.
0: It's yeah, so important. It's So important, you know. Particularly as you say, the way we—and I don't have daughters—but the way we message our girl, all the girls in our life, and mm. the young, you know, my, my son's girlfriends, and yep. my nieces, and and your girls, and yep. making sure we don't don't put them in a position where they feel less than. Yes. And beauty has to be a very broad, wide, all encompassing term.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um,
0: and it's all about kindness and compassion, don't they? To me, yep. are the most
1: important things. Absolutely.
0: From all these things. So, um, thank you so much. You're welcome. You're a legend. I, I love
1: always having, love having a chat with you. Oh, Thanks, style. Thanks, <laughs> style.
0: Now, we are going to finish off this episode about inner beauty and we're going to talk about external beauty just for
1: like three or four minutes. All right. So this is the bit where it gets funny. This is the bit where it because, gets funny. Because you know me. I know you and that's I, why I want I, you to do I'm this. I'm not fancy. No, you don't like fancy.
0: <laughs> you don't like fancy. I like keeping it very real. Yeah. So, so, as you know, people who are listening, uh, we're going to talk about our favourite luxe, which is deluxe and fancy, and then our favourite less less. Or bargain basement products mm-hmm. that we're loving at the moment. Yep. So I'm going to start with you, my friend. What is your
1: favourite? Let's start with the bag, the bargain basement one. Okay, this is funny. Um, so... If you go to Kmart, you'll which is find my favourite shop, oh, just quietly, it's great. Um, you'll find a little bottle of oil, thirty ml bottle of oil, rosehip and jojoba oil, uh, which I—it's got it comes with a droplet dropper mm-hmm. thing. I use that at night time when I'm going to sleep because it relaxes me, mm. and even though that's just a cheap little bottle. Mm. I think it's like four dollars. Four dollars, what an it, investment, it's, yeah. <laughs> It is. It's a little bottle of happiness, yeah. and it's it's all it is is an oil for your face that's relaxing to put on it before you go to sleep. you don't mind your pillow getting a bit oily, and it's just very simple. How you good put is that? Four drops on your face, rub it in, and away you go. Bob's your uncle. Do
0: you put it near your eyes too?
1: Uh, not really near my eyes, okay. but you know, like in your eye area. No no no. no, 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 no. It's just just and something it gorgeous. It had a little smells beautiful. beautiful. Before. Yeah, and it's very. Easy to apply, and how can you say no to that for four bucks? I know like you, that, that's, that's because it. I'm I'm a lazy beauty routineer, right? Yeah. I'll have a shower, I'll watch a bit of telly with my husband, and then um, just before I go to sleep, I see that little bottle next mm. to the bed and think I have to do something. Mm. So I put that on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you ever put, put that on second. your hands? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, that's the, yeah totally great
0: full yeah. body experience. Yeah, yeah. I love it totally. Okay, now your deluxe product, your, oh, your lash look. out one.
1: Oh look, I wouldn't say it's deluxe, but it's um. My neighbour, who would always work on my hair because she's my hairdresser, uh, worked for Diller and Zoe, and she always um, would give, gift me all of this these DiLorenzo products for my hair, uh, which I would never spend on myself. Um, not a super expensive brand, but, you know, it's probably a bit more upmarket than the Woolies Pantene. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and and, it's a
0: hair, and it's a, you can only buy it in hair salons, it in hair salons. Yes.
1: So that is so not really the natural me no. to do go do that. So since she's moved on, which I'm very disappointed about, uh, I've been using those de and products i get my children and my husband to gift me them as special treats yeah good <laughs> i like it so things that will just make you feel like you've done something nice yeah, for yourself yeah that um you can rub into your hair and leave on for the day
0: yeah. and the yeah. one you like doll is it's treatment it's called the end. There's actually two here. Like well, we'll do two: the ends and treatment. And I think they are. We did a quick Google. Yeah. They're about twenty twenty five yeah, bucks something each. something like that. So yeah. like they're not super cheap, but they're not too bad.
1: Yeah. You yeah. Get, they come in like hundred and twenty mils or 150 a
0: hundred and fifty. A lot of product there. Grams.
1: So yeah, and you just it's just like a like a moisturiser for your hair really. Mm. One of them's got a UV protection. Mm. And I believe re- that's essential. Damaged hair for right. people like me who never get their hair cut. Very good. Perfect. <laughs> um, and with proteins and ginkgo, um. Biloba? Ginkgo biloba. Yeah, actually,
0: and on a little bit of a tangent, my uh, third son, um, Charlie, and he, I know he doesn't listen, so it's fine, he's now started taking ginkgo biloba late at night to help with study. There you There's go. Some kid at the uni that's is feeding the ginkgo. Yeah, right. yeah. He's a ginkgo dealer, he called it. <laughs> yeah, dealer. so um, there right, you go. We'll tell Charlie he yeah. something for his hair. Yeah, no, he, yeah he would love that. <laughs> He'd be very receptive to that. Now, my favorite product at the moment, um, look, I'm going to start with my cheap one. It's called... It's by this company called Wild Ferns. I should have brought it actually. Oh, but um, yeah. it's a, it's a yellow one. packaging. It's super cheap yeah. and it's a, it's, it's a New Zealand made one. Yeah, it's yeah. called Manuka Honey in it. Oh, yeah. It smells so amazing and it's got an SPF 30 in it. And every time I wear it, people say to me, oh, my God, you look so good. So I know it's all about inner glow, but this does help with a bit of external glow. Mm-hmm. So Just a little bit of caveat there. Yeah. Um, 20 bucks, Great. So good. Love that. And my deluxe purchase is, for me, very expensive. I'm just going to caveat. It's over $100, which is something I don't normally do, but a friend of mine talked me into it. It is by a company called Osmosis, who um, the lovely Ingrid Seaburn, who who comes on our podcast, uh, is a big fan of. It's an illuminate eye lip treatment. Oh. So it's for the eye area. And I get a lot of really bad eczema on this eyelid. And I've tried all sorts of things back. And I thought, I'm going to bite the bullet and spend a ridiculous amount of money. My husband yep. doesn't know. <laughs> <laughs> and I've got two, two, two treatments, and I'd, all the dry, scaly skin's oh, there gone. There you go. So I thought I'm very pleased Good with investment. that. Good investment. Good investment. Yeah. Good investment. So that's us for this week, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in, and um, we look forward to catching you next time. And a big thank you to the lovely Beck for your uh, your Kmart tips <laughs> and your, but most importantly,
1: your inner beauty insights, my friend. Uh, You're the thank perfect person for the job. Oh, my Thanks, Charles.
0: so much for listening to this episode of the grown-up girls report you can follow us on instagram twitter and facebook and if you haven't yet go to your favorite podcast app and subscribe and while you're there why not rate and review this podcast i'd really love your feedback join me next time for another conversation for the grown-up girl thank you for listening speak soon